Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hello, we are live. We're going to talk today about a couple things. One is how to work through the feeling uh, or the worry of being salesy because I talk to a lot of you who feel like you are acting salesy, quote unquote, or you don't want to be salesy. And also just talking about um, how on social media do you go from that point of being a connection or being uh, somebody who they follow to actually being their coach and, and that conversion process. So I was going to be having a guest today to do a hot seat coaching session with, but last minute uh, she had an emergency and she can't make it. So we're going to be talking about the topics she wanted to talk about a little bit, but instead I'm just going to talk about them. So if you have questions or you want to be able to um, get coached live yourself, uh, be sure to invite a friend or two to this Health Coach Nation community who's either a life coach, a health coach, some kind of coach to this community. Um, and you could be entered to win the next hot seat coaching session because I give that to people who are the most engaged in the group and folks who invite coaches to our community. So uh, let's get started. I'm going to pull up this video so I can see your questions if you do post them and go from there. So First things first, when it comes to being salesy, salesy is kind of like a feeling if you think about it. It's maybe something you feel in your body where you feel like pushy or you feel uncomfortable and tight and tense, right? And making a sale from a salesy feeling is probably not going to happen because it's unattractive. It turns people off and it makes you never want to do it. So you're never going to make an offer when you feel salesy or you are going to make an offer and it's going to come off really weird, right? <laughs> so that is just not the feeling you want to operate from in your business. Instead, you want to shift to a place of what I like to call curiosity. I really want to see who I can help out there today. I really want to know what my ideal clients need. I really want to be able to hear and maybe customize an offer that my ideal clients want and will pay for. And when you come in a place of curiosity, nothing feels like tense or like you have to close the sale or whatever, right? But in order to generate curiosity, you have to start seeing sales differently. And in order to see sales differently, I'm going to share with you a couple perspectives or examples that might help you through that. Because um, like I said, if you feel really um, like 
you just can't shake the salesy feeling. You're never going to get there. So the first thing is I want to ask you some questions. And this is really to take inventory of whether or not your feeling or definition of salesy is accurate. So the first question is, what do you see as more salesy? Okay, the first thing is posting an ad in someone's face who didn't ask for it or um, being direct with somebody, learning about them, seeing what they might need help with, and then making an offer. Which one feels more salesy? I hope you say sticking an ad in someone's face who didn't ask to see it, right? With the alternative, which is more about outreach and connecting with your ideal clients and asking them a question and being curious and seeing if if you can help them and if you can, you know, make an offer to support them, that is a much longer process, but a better way to convert clients and, and not be salesy. But a lot of people think that connecting directly with your ideal clients is salesy. They think that that is a no, no. And, you know, I don't want to do this whole relationship building thing. I just want to skip to the sale. I just want them to find me magically and land on my sales page. Or I just want to stick an ad in their face and I want them to sign up. But the truth is, the more touch points you build with your audience, the more trust you build with your audience. And so you have to be willing to learn about your ideal clients and connect with them directly so that you can um, offer to help them once you know what they need help with. And the reason why many people think outreach is salesy is because they skip steps, meaning they don't ever get curious about the person they're talking to. They skip that and just give them something that they think they might want, right? So we call that, um, we call this whole outreach process touch points. And we call that the nurturing process in your business. So I want to ask you guys, what is your nurturing process in your business? Do you have one? Do you connect with your followers, see what they want help with or content on, maybe, you know, share a piece of content or make a piece of content for them based on what they need help with, and then see if they want to dive deeper on a call with you or like get more support or something like that. That's an example of a nurturing sequence. Do you um, have a webinar and you teach something and then you later invite them to the next step with you? That's another nurturing process. Do you uh, do lives every week in your group and make a call to action to book a call with you or something? That's a nurturing process. So you see how all of these nurturing processes aren't salesy because they don't lead with the sales. They give, they ask, they be curious, they see what their audience needs help with, and then they make the next invite. And it's kind of like dating, as, as they always say, like, you got to go on some dates. You got to learn about your mate on the date and you got to see what their preferences are. You got to see if it's a fit. And then you might say, do you want to get married? Right? So that's the first thing. And I'm not saying ads are bad, but I am saying if you're a beginner in your business, it's way better. You have the luxury of connecting with your ideal client directly, learning about them and being like somebody who adds that personal touch with your audience. And I think that's way better than somebody who sticks an ad in somebody's face, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is making assumptions. This is the other thing that leads to people feeling salesy. You make assumptions about others, okay? So, so let me ask you this. What is more salesy? Making an assumption that somebody in your audience doesn't want to talk to you, doesn't want, doesn't want to know what you have to offer, thinks you are a burden, yet they followed you, okay? Or um, actually listening to your ideal client, connecting with them directly, asking them questions, 
and not making assumptions about them, being open to hear what they have to say. Option B, right? Option B is less salesy, right? What's more salesy is making assumptions about your audience. So I can't tell you how many people I've talked to who are coaches who say, I know that people will think this is too expensive, or I know my ideal client would never sign up for this, or I know my ideal client doesn't want to talk to me, or whatever. And then you make these assumptions, and you never uh, even get the chance to know what they want and listen to them. You're too focused on yourself, and you're too focused on judging a book by its cover, right? So don't make assumptions. Actually go find out for yourself by talking to your ideal clients, okay? The third thing is, let's talk about another reason why, um, or another thing that people perceive as salesy. Okay, which is more salesy? Seeing your offer as taking money from somebody, convincing somebody for money, begging for money, taking away from someone, or seeing your offer as a solution that pays dividends ongoing for the kinds of life results they get ongoing and help somebody stop continuing to search for solutions and go around in circles and feel overwhelmed and feel upset that they haven't figured this out yet, et cetera. Which one, right? What's more salesy is, or the reason why you might be feeling quote unquote salesy is because you see sales as taking money from somebody, begging, convincing, Ickiness. That just sounds terrible. Who would ever want to do that, right? But instead, when you shift to seeing sales as, um, you know, where you are offering a solution for people who want a solution, who are thirsty for a solution, who can pay, is it wants to invest in a solution, then it's a match. And, and notice I said wants to find a solution, wants to invest in a solution, because there's people out there who do. And maybe you haven't found them yet. Maybe you think that everybody just wants everything for free. Nobody wants to pay for anything. And everything's already out there for free anyway. So why would anybody want to talk to me? But again, you're making assumptions. Going back to my last point. So the whole point that I'm trying to make is instead of, you know, seeing sales as taking, you're going to be working for your money. Okay. I don't know who I don't know what you think coaching is, but if you think you're just taking money from somebody and they're not getting anything in return, that's a that's a warped mindset. <laughs> Instead, you have to see I am giving my solutions, my tools, my work, my love, my thoughts for them, and I am going to channel it all into helping them achieve a goal. And when you come at it from that way and you see it as an energy exchange that is going to pay off in many ways or areas in their life. It doesn't always have to be related to them making money back. It could be related to providing a convenient solution for them. It could be related to them having a better relationship in their life. It could be related to you you sharing all the mistakes you made and saving them from making the same mistakes that cost you 10 years, but will only cost them you know, having a one three-month coaching package with you or something like that. So that is a, a value exchange. And that is what having a business is about. And the other thing I want to mention about feeling salesy is you want to make sure that your ideal clients raise their hand first, okay, um, to indicate interest before you make a sales offer. And that's where I think Moni, I think people have this preconceived notion that I need to, um, you know, I, I, I feel so embarrassed because like I don't want to make this offer because I don't know who wants it. 
And so what I teach my clients and what we talk about a lot in this community is pre-offers. So before you make a paid offer, you have to give a, you have to see who is even somewhat interested in a solution and getting support for a certain problem that you help solve. And so you do that through an email lead magnet, a webinar, um, putting good content out there, you know, being curious about your ideal client and asking them questions and connecting with them directly, et cetera, offering a free hot seat coaching session or whatever. So these are all ways to have a pre-offer to pull to, to what we call sift through who is actually raising their hand and interested as opposed to who do I'm not just going to slam my offer in a cold leads face who doesn't know me. And I don't even know if they want a solution, right? So these are all really important when it comes to shifting your mindset from a sales mindset and thinking you have to be salesy to actually coming from service, coming from who can I help today, coming from if this even helps one person, then I've done my job. You have to start there sometimes for those of you who are new and like don't have a big audience. That's that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say about um, social media leads is that... Um, it can take, they might need to hear your message seven times before they find, like before it resonates. So my suggestion to you, if you're looking to convert social media followers into clients is to not be afraid to, of repeating yourself and not be discouraged if you don't see immediate harvest. Meaning you have to be willing to plant seeds daily. You have to be willing to put out you know, good, valuable content and see what your audience wants and needs and, you know, create content that helps them before you see it come to full bloom. And the last thing I'll say is if you feel like you're being salesy, I want you to ask yourself why. And usually you'll say, because um, I feel like I am just, you know, I would coach for free. I love it so much. Or um, I feel like I am being, I'm constantly talking about my offer or whatever. And with most of those, all it is, is a belief that you have that might not be true. So you could ask yourself, what else is true? You could ask yourself how much, you know, usually the people who put out the most value without uh, like feeling like it's such a drag and I need, a, I must see a direct correlation between this value I put out and what I get back those people burn out really fast as an entrepreneur. But the people who put out value, just trusting and knowing like my ideal clients are out there. I am attractive to my ideal clients. I'm being the kind of entrepreneur I want to be. I'm serving. Who can I serve today? Who can I help? Who can I make offers to? And like just being all in on that process without needing to see a direct correlation to every single action with an immediate harvest. Those are the people who survive in coaching and also see the biggest returns. Like I want to, I, I see, for example, the amount of free content I put out there, many people would say, wow, like that's a lot. Like, don't you get tired of that or whatever? And the answer is no, it is a working machine. It is something that, yeah, not every single, there are tire kickers in my group. There are people, and I wouldn't even call them tire kickers. I would call people who don't need my help and that's fine, right? Like most people would get worked up and call them tire kickers and they're just like uh, so annoying and yada. I'm just like, no. That's somebody who's not my ideal client or like doesn't need my help and maybe they get value from the free stuff and that's fine. But the amount of people who say, oh, I listen to your podcast or I signed up for your freebie 90 days ago or I heard, you know, I heard you interviewed or whatever. 
and then they are ready for a solution and they come to me, it, it, it balances out. Okay. So you don't need, I, I want to expand your mindset from being the kind of person who needs to see a direct correlation with every little seed you plant with how it harvests to seeing it all as like a cohesive marketing machine that the more you put out, the more comes back to you. And it doesn't, you don't know who it's going to come from. You don't know, you know, where it's going to come from, but it does come back to you. And I, I can, I can say from my own experience that I can assure you that. Um, so if you have questions or if you're struggling with the feeling of salesy, the feeling of icky, I don't like making offers. I don't feel comfortable on discovery calls. I feel like I'm charging too much. I would do this for free. So maybe I should, you know, all of that. Feel free to reach out to me. Tell me what your mindset blocks are and we could connect for a free strategy call um, and start to work through those things. But in the meantime, I will talk to you guys later. I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for when we actually have the guest uh, able to join us for the Hot Seat Coaching. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.